You're listening to Work It Mommy, where the goal is to be the best mom ever, and most importantly, stay sane while you do it. So today, I want to talk about four foods that we should really make sure that our kids get every single day. Now, this is something that I have done basically since day one with my little ones, and I have to tell you, my little ones are hardly ever sick, even... um, Back when school was in session prior to COVID, um, very rarely getting sick with my eldest who had just um, began school. So I really do feel like these tips have worked for me, my own health, first of all, and then second, me, secondly, my little ones as well. So I definitely want to share this information with you guys. So let's get right to it. Number one thing that your child should have every single day is oatmeal. Okay, and I know a lot of people don't like oatmeal and it does take a little bit of time to prepare if you want to have it hot, but there are options you could do overnight oats. Okay, that's super quick and easy. I do that all the time. I will just take my oats, put some almond milk or pea protein milk, dump it right in there. And then it does this thing overnight. Bam, I got breakfast already made in the morning. Super quick, super healthy. Um, The reason you want to have oatmeal in the diet every day is because oatmeal is high in uh, folic acid. As you know, folic acid is very good for brain development and health. Most of the uh, folic acid um, component that um, supports brain development is actually done while the baby's still in your belly, but um, it is still good to have it after the fact as well because they are still developing, you know, so Folic acid is great to have in the uh, diet for little ones. So the other reason why you want to have folic acid in the diet as well is because guess what? There aren't very many healthy cereal choices, unfortunately, and you can avoid a lot of excess sugar and control what is actually going into the breakfast if you actually go ahead and choose oatmeal. And there's so many ways you can jab it up. There's some blueberries in there, okay? Oatmeal also has so many other health benefits as well. It really is good. Um, It helps with digestion because it is very high in fiber. Um, The benefits of oatmeal just go on and on and on. So definitely look it up online a little bit further and see exactly what the benefits are and if it's a good fit for you and your family. But the oatmeal definitely is good for little one's tummies from what I have experienced. As you know, I'm just from like a dietitian's or a um, nutritionalist point of view. We've all seen those nutritional charts, right? And we need to have grains in our diet every day, especially for developing little ones, because it is also a good source of good carbs, better carbs. And they're constantly moving. They're using up so much energy. They actually need carbs, okay? Now, I want to clarify something a little bit here with the oatmeal. I'm not talking about the instant oatmeal that you can get already kind of made in those little packs. And I know those are tasty. Those are yummy. I like grew up on those, but unfortunately those actually have so much sugar in them and so little bit of actually oatmeal in them. It's just not even worth it. I'm talking about the old fashioned big oats, you know, and what I do just to make it a little bit cheaper is I get the store brand. Okay. Sometimes it's like $2 cheaper than the leading name brand. And Oats are oats, you know what I mean? So I'm not really too concerned about that. 
Uh, now, something interesting someone shared with me one time was a mom who was concerned about the um, pesticides that are unfortunately used on everything, okay? They are used on everything. And I'm definitely someone who subscribes to a more natural way of life, like my approach to my diet and all those things. So I'm definitely on board that train. However, we have to be careful that we don't allow our thinking to kind of become polluted because we're not actually weighing through the facts and actually seeing what the facts are, just hearing things from people and not actually vetting what they have to say. And then that information causes us to make bad decisions. So to speak to that point, I was talking with a, a mom um, one time, just personally, just at a playtime. And um, she asked me what I give my kids. And I said, oh yeah, I do oatmeal, you know, overnight oats or Cheerios. She's like, oh, all those grains, all that. No, it has too much pesticide on it. I just give my child a Pop-Tart. I'm gonna let you think about that for a minute. There's so much wrong with that train of thought. So the Pop-Tart, hate to tell you, also has pesticides in it, but on top of the pesticides, it's also got a ton of sugar and no nutritional value whatsoever. So while the oats do have pesticides in them, supposedly they are at levels, uh, according to the FDA, that are still safe for consumption. And they're in all the crackers and other cereals as well, but those on top of the pesticides have a bunch of sugar dumped on top. So I will stick to the raw pesticide <laughs> with just my plain old fashioned oats and skip all that extra sugar and extra junk. And that's really the best we can do. And it's unfortunate that, you know, our foods are so um, overwhelmed with things, you know, the pesticides and all of that, you know, and I wish that I solely could do something about it. But the only thing I can do as an individual is make the best decisions that I can. And um, that's really all we can do. You know, collectively, there's a lot more that can be done. But for a mom, when I'm in the aisle in the grocery store, I just have to make the best decision as possible. And I feel that that is picking up the most natural thing, which is the oats with no added sugars or anything else. So make sure you get your grains in. The second thing that we need to make sure that our little ones have in their diet every single day is fruit and specifically two fruits I'm gonna talk about. That is oranges and apples. Now, why those two? Number one, I uh, apples, excuse me, are very high in fiber. Again, fiber, fiber, fiber is needed because it actually helps us to process proteins. It helps our bodies to turn carbohydrates into energy as well. So it is actually really good to make sure little ones, because again, their balls of energy, <laughs> They need all of that, you know, more so than, than and we might do when we get a little bit older, um, especially kind of been a bruising something, but um, they need it, okay? So definitely the apples, just like the old saying goes, an apple a day keeps the doctor away. And then oranges, an interesting thing about oranges is that oranges are actually a great source of calcium. Now, of course, we see the um juice, the fortified orange juices with calcium. Now, if your kid just absolutely won't eat an orange by itself, then I would say, sure, go ahead and do the orange juice. But unfortunately, as you know, the orange juices basically aren't even orange juice um, and are, again, have a lot of other um, 
fillers and the process, it's just highly processed. And the more you process something from its natural state, the more nutritional value is actually lost, which is why they got to add the calcium back because when they go through the process of making orange juice, most of the calcium is actually lost. So it's just one of those things. You just have to kind of wait and see what works best for you. But if you can just have them, you know, have an orange or an, and an apple every single day, that is excellent. The other reason why you want to make sure that you get this fruit in while they're developing and hitting those milestones is because it will develop their um sensitivity for sweets. So they'll get used to natural sugar. And as they age, they won't actually want that much candy, you know, and I really kind of took a backseat to introducing that because I didn't have to because if they wanted something sweet, they were perfectly happy with the fruit. So you'll save yourself some money and save them a couple trips to the dentist's office by simply um, making sure fruit is the main source of the sweets that you give them. Okay. The next thing is number three, leafy greens. So of course, we all know the benefits of leafy greens, calcium, iron, so many things, right? The other reason why you want to have the leafy greens inside is because greens are also an anti-inflammatory. They help to make the body into a more alkaline state and neutralize any um rise in acidity, okay? And we know that there's kind of a balance that happens there. Um, you probably already know that. If not, just take a second and kind of re research how um, having more of an alkaline um, state in your body is better for overall health. So that is the reason I always, every single day, make sure my little ones have some greens on their plate. Now, I know that's not easy. So I'm gonna tell you, simplify it. Don't make it a hard thing. Let me tell you what you do. Just get some uh, spinach, throw it in the pot, steam it for five minutes. That's it. You don't have to do all that jazzing up. Don't cook it down till it's mush either. Because again, the more you cook the vegetables, the more nutrients you are you losing. And at this age, you know, if they're under the age of like 10, you don't want to really introduce certain supplements too soon because there's a reason that there aren't like, you know, too many supplements for kids because they really need to get things from the actual food itself. So their body knows how to break all that stuff down. Another thing that the leafy greens will do is it will also help them stay regular in the potty. So we know how little ones sometimes, they're number twos, they get a little bit backed up and because they, they don't want to stop and play, you know, to go potty. So then things get a little awry back there. Make sure you keep the leafy greens in and that will be much less of an issue. So the leafy greens are really, really good. Again, it's a great source of iron. And for little ones, you know, because their, their diets, a lot of the things that they want to eat aren't always high in iron. The leafy greens are a really, really, really good way to get a good source of whole iron in. And I like to just take, again, I'll have collard greens, I will have um, kale and spinach. Those are like the main three. I buy them by the bag fulls, you know, and they're always in the refrigerator. And again, because I want to make sure that they get it, I just don't have time as a busy mom to spend a whole lot of time making like a kale souffle and, you know, collard greens with ham. I don't have time, okay? All you gotta do, put it in, a, in the thing, put it in the pot, boil it up, let it steam, 
that's it. And sometimes I'll even like, let's say I am having a night where I'm like, okay, mommy needs a night off. I'm just too tired. I will say, okay, let's do pizza. But what I'll do is I'll just quickly steam up those greens and I'll say, okay, greens first, then pizza. Okay. And then they get their little bit of greens in. Cause again, think of it from just a nutritional standpoint. If they're not getting those little bits of nutrients every single day, that's going to affect their development. And as they get older, they're going to be more likely to develop disease. You know, we're mothering little babies now, but don't forget those babies grow up and we don't want our, you know, 30, 40, 50, 60 year old babies that have these issues. They still are babies. So basically don't just Think about the little baby that you have right now. Think about the adult baby and how their health will be impacted by the things we give them now, okay? That is for me how I keep myself in check and keep myself from slipping too far off into behaviors and introducing foods that I don't want to, okay? So number four on the list, which is also super, super important is nuts. That's right, nuts. Now, a lot of doctors will say, don't give your kids nuts. They may have allergies. I really could say a lot about that and I get it. And I think that, you know, if you're, if you are basically prone to having food allergies, a lot of times your children will be. So there is a need for some caution there. But what I have found is, you know, through pregnancy, I ate as many things as I possibly can because if they were introduced to it while they were in utero, Guess what? Nine times out of 10, they're not going to be allergic to it when they come out. So from that inside moment, that was my goal. And then once they actually came out, I slowly introduced those things to them as well. I remember one doctor got pretty upset with me. Oh, you gave the baby peanuts. I said, I just did very teeny, itty, witty, bitty, bitty bit. Okay. That way, she can start to have that introduced and she's already had it in my belly. So I was pretty sure now if I hadn't given it to her belly, I would have been, while she was in my belly, excuse me, I would have been a little bit more cautious. Why is protein so important? They're developing. For our muscles and our bones to stretch at those young ages, it's actually from protein. Protein is what actually gives you body mass, right? So they're growing and they need that protein to actually go ahead and give them the body mass, the muscle and the bones. It all breaks down on a molecular level just to proteins. So it's a great way to make sure that they're getting a lot of protein because you don't want to overload them with meats, especially if, you know, that's not your thing. Now I do, my children do consume meats. I'm more of like a minimal meat person and I, I definitely don't consume like thick steaks and all of that. But, um, you know, we do have meat. I am not going to be giving up my chicken. Okay. I love my fried chicken. I hate to say it, you know, so, um, but I try to keep it minimal, but you know, you got to be balanced too. We got to enjoy life a little bit. Okay. So, um, that's what I do. I use the nuts as a way to get them some protein throughout the day so that they're always, um, having some protein reserves available for as they grow. Okay, um, I really feel like the nuts is one that we overlook as Americans. There are a lot of other cultures that really, really, really 
nuts are a huge component of their um, diet. And, you know, especially in a, a lot of West African cultures, a lot of dishes are made from nuts. And I really feel like the nuts and the protein and the amino acids and so many health benefits of nuts are here. I feel like we kind of forget about them if we're baking a pie or something, you know, okay, pecan pie, but no, just eating the raw nuts and all types, you know, peanuts, pecans, walnuts, especially are great for mental development and kids. So again, mommies, this is stuff that we've all heard before. I'm just sharing with you my way that I have, um, seeing the benefits and, and my own family of kind of eating this way and making sure I get these four things into my babies and into myself every single day. Um, my health has overall improved for the better since I start doing this, a lot less fatigue, a lot less health issues all together. Happy eating. Don't forget the four and see you in the next episode.